0: Adam 12, Adam 12, Cop Talk America's on the air. Copy, put me 10-6, I'm tuning into Cop Talk America.
1: Welcome to Cop Talk America, where police discuss the job, answer
0: questions, and respond to law enforcement hot topics around our great nation. With over 100 years combined law enforcement experience, here's your host. Welcome to another edition of Cop Talk America. And on this edition, we're gonna call it our Stupid Mayor's Edition. Uh, One mayor, maybe not that stupid, I think his heart's in the right place, but uh, I don't know how good of an idea he has on these things. And the other two mayors, I think we can safely say they're blooming idiots. Uh, So anyhow, we're going to take you to Clarksdale, Mississippi, New York City, and Chicago, Illinois. So uh, we're going to show you a couple videos here, and uh, then we're going to start on our stupid mayor's edition.
2: Mayor wants to pay criminals to get out of town. The mayor of Clarksdale, Mississippi says he will first give criminals a second chance through programs. That's right. But mm. if the criminals don't straighten up, the mayor says he'll pay out of his
1: own pocket to move them out of Clarksdale. Local 24 News reporter Tish Clark is local in Mississippi. We hope they don't commit any criminal acts,
0: but guess what, if you're here, we will help you move out of the city of Clarksdale.
2: Clarksdale, Mississippi Mayor Chuck Espy, along with Chief of Police Sandra Williams, put a plan in place to prevent crime about six months ago, and they say, well, it's working. Officials say there's been a decrease in crime. There were 12 murders last year, one so far this year. We have no tolerance for crime. We have gone out and added additional officers to our department. The mayor and chief of police here in Clarksdale say there are three groups they simply won't tolerate. to be criminals, drug dealers, and gang members. The mayor even said, hey, if you don't want to play by the rules, he'll pay out of his own pocket to move you out of town.
0: And It's not to say that you just want one criminal to move from one city to the next. They just may not have the good opportunities that
1: they need in this city.
2: Mayor Espy says he'll pay up to $10,000 out of his own pocket to relocate criminals to other cities or criminals can choose to live a better life.
0: We encourage them to stay and become great citizens of our city and we'll do everything in our power, with different skill set, etiquette classes to prepare them to become great citizens of our city. So they do have a second chance, but at the end of the day, my job is to keep the citizens of Clarksdale safe.
2: In Clarksdale, Mississippi, Tish Clark, Local 24 News. All right, so if you're
0: in Clarksdale, Mississippi, uh, if you're thinking about getting involved in crime or you currently are, I think they're going to pay you $10,000 if you want to change your address. Uh, now is the time to do it. Yeah, now is the time to do it. it it's it, They say crime doesn't pay, but if you're in Clarksdale, uh, it does pay. It pays $10,000 to be exact. So I I don't really see. I think the guy means well. Maybe he's just talking to try to bring attention to it. We looked up some of their crime stats, and uh, for a a small town, it's it's completely off the map as far as uh, their crime stats is ridiculous. So I kind of see they're kind of desperate to get something done, but I don't think paying criminals is the right way to do it. It almost uh, encourages criminal activity. If they're going to pay you not to do it, let's go ahead and do it. Then we're going to pay us to leave. Uh, That doesn't make much sense to me, but.
1: What do you guys think? I'm always curious to where do attorneys go to this school that teaches you money solves everything. All you have to do is have money. And in this case I'll give the guy credit he's using his own but yep, I'm going to give $10,000 out. Now they have what? 13-15 homicides and a
0: yeah, 18 12. homicides, 12 and homicides. I want to say it's like 14-15,000 population. So that's I mean you're you're 12. up there with Detroit. Or oh, your, your, your ratio, or maybe East St. Louis, or even worse.
1: But <laughs> if you hand these folks money, then then they leave and come back. I mean, I, again, his heart is in the right place, but this is just poorly thought out. How about we go out there and throw bad guys in jail, and actually go back to the old style policing? Because you know, I've heard this said since for 40 years on the job, you know, that doesn't work. And I'm like, I've never been anywhere where it's been tried. There's always some group trying to figure out how we can release people so they can come back. We're going to give them incentives to become good guys and all the rest of this stuff. And I'm like, you know, that comes from how you're raised, your belief in God, whatever else you may want to attach yourself to. But none of that comes from money. Money. Right, Money, Money is the root of all anything. evil. Money doesn't fix one doggone thing. Now, I'm not going to be ignorant about it and say you can't have some programs that do do something to help, but it really just comes down to, I mean, it's, you hear them talk about we're going to have these uh, different sessions where we're going to come in and we're going to give you ideas of how to get a better job and all this stuff. How about you start with you get up in the morning, you go to work, And you put in the whole eight hours, and then you go home, and you have dinner with your family, and you do that, like, every day. Now, the problem with that is, is it sounds boring to certain people, and they're just like, well, I can't live like that. And I'm like, so we're going to pay you money to be a shithead? Doesn't make any sense to me. Hey, hey, hey. I'm on my way down there in the morning. Yeah, I'll be
0: I'm, yeah I'm, I'm thinking about committing crime, so I'm going to move down there and get my ten thousand. No, all you got to be is a wannabe. You don't <laughs> have to be you don't have necessarily. Yeah, you don't have to necessarily be a criminal. Now, to there's got
1: to be a scale here. So, I'm a drug dealer. Do I get like like nine thousand dollars? But if I'm a wannabe, I only get two thousand.
0: And if I committed one of those ten or one of those eighteen murders, do I get maybe twenty thousand to get out of town? Darvis
1: will tell you again. It's twelve. Oh, twelve. Uh, I
0: think it's eighteen. But, yeah, I, I, you there's know, a bunch and,
1: of folks did. <laughs>
0: And where are these guys going to go? Yeah, they're probably going to go next door to Greenwood or wherever. I mean, uh, unless you give them – well, I tell you what, maybe give them a bus pass to New York City because if we move over there with the stupid mayor edition here –
3: THAT'S THE SOUND MAYOR DE Blasio WANTS TO PREVENT TEENS AND SOME ADULTS FROM HEARING. JAIL DOORS SLAMMING IN THEIR FACES EVEN IF THEY'RE ARRESTED FOR CRIMES AS SERIOUS AS ARMED ROBBERY, ASSAULT AND BURGLARY. HE'S ORDERED CITY JUDGES TO RELEASE THEM WITHOUT BAIL ON THE STREET WHILE AWAITING TRIAL.
0: MARSHA, FIRST OF ALL, WE'VE HAD uh, SO MANY PEOPLE WHO LANGUISHED IN JAIL BECAUSE THEY COULDN'T AFFORD BAIL. And that was unfair. We had mass incarceration,
3: that was harmful to our whole society. The mayor says it will create a fairer society and will ensure that teens are being redeemed, not just locked up. To some, it sounds like a man trying to burnish his progressive credentials on the presidential campaign trail. PATROLMAN'S Benevolent Association president Patrick Lynch called it pandering for votes during his quest for the presidency, claiming progress like this will doom this city and crash its economy. By Making our streets dangerous once again. And he's not the only one with reservations about no cash bail. In an op ed piece, Police Commissioner James O'Neill called on the legislature to fix mistakes in a state bail reform law that goes into effect in January to allow judges to demand bail for people who represent a danger to others. O'Neill argued that the no bail law will make the work of disrupting criminals and deterring crime much more difficult. Mary de Blasio agrees with O'Neill on that. Doesn't that give the appearance of speaking out of both sides? No, there are so many people who are not a threat,
0: who should not be held simply because they can't afford the bail. And there are other people
1: who could be a threat.
3: The Vera Institute's Insha Rahman argues that keeping people out of jail unless they're convicted reduces recidivism, repeat arrests. She wants to keep them in the community where we know actually people have a higher likelihood of success and staying out of trouble than if they're incarcerated. The Baylor Institute estimates there will be 2,000 fewer people in city jails when bail reform is fully implemented. In New Jersey, which already has reforms, there are now 30% fewer people in jail on any given day, according to the Institute. The mayor's program goes into effect on Saturday. Uh, The
0: New York City mayor, he wants to start releasing large amounts of criminals back on the street without bond, including armed robbers and burglars and all kinds of things, saying that uh, actually one of the ladies on this video actually said, well, it would be better to have these people back in our community. Now, you can kiss my ass, lady, because I would rather have armed robbers not in my community. I thought that was a whole reason to have police departments to start with. So we find these kind of ass clowns, and we lock them up, and we keep them locked up. But if you're in New York City, you can get your 10000 from the guy in Mississippi and go up to New York City, commit a couple armed robberies or whatever you want to do, and they're going to turn you loose if you uh, qualify for this. And he wants to mostly target the juveniles. 16 to 19. Right. But suddenly juveniles are 19 years old. Now, 19. Uh,
1: you can serve your country. Not,
0: yeah, you can go to the military. You can go. You can, you can vote. You can vote. You can do all this stuff. You're not a juvenile anymore. You're an adult. So well, what are we doing here? We're coddling criminals. And it's not like these guys are shoplifters. He's talking about turning robbers loose, and they suddenly think this is a great idea and having these people in our community once again i don't want these people in my community that's why we pay the police well
1: if they want them in their community i have an idea for the community 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 <laughs> yeah that place i have an idea for the mayor with his security detail in his fenced-in area and every place else he lives handpick five or six of these folks move them right into your house Yeah, they'll be in your community. Yeah, put them in his neighborhood. Right in your neighborhood, and then have at least one or two of these fine upstanding juveniles that need to be shown the light of day and how to do the things the right way. Take them in as boarders. They live with you directly. Because this guy, uh, Oprah Winfrey up in Chicago, I mean, all these people live in these gated communities that know this is never going to impact me, so I can have these pie-in-the-sky crap ideas and then we're going to go out and find I call them unicorn criminals. They're going to, all they're doing is waiting for that that unicorn to come along and then we can release him into the wild and he'll have butterflies coming out of his butt and he'll just be wonderful. Everything's going to be great. I'm like it just doesn't make sense. President Obama when he was in office and they talked about all these people that are in prison for cannabis. And I'm like, and then he's releasing, he's pardoning all these people. How many of them were in prison for cannabis since there's all of these people in there? Well, that's right. The number's none because they're unicorns. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll touch on that. When you look at, uh, you don't have to do police work very long. You you guys are in vice. I was in street crimes for a while or just answering calls. How many murders do we have every year just in our city over a, uh, cannabis dealing. I mean, I'm not talking about a guy that got screwed out of a dime bag, but you got your your pound dealers and the next thing you know, somebody's getting shot because somebody owes somebody money or somebody's getting home invaded because, well, I know he's got 50 pounds of weed in here or something. I mean, it's amazing how much violent crime all starts with, with uh, dealing weed.
1: Well, and we ought to have to remember that Many of these nonviolent drug offenders go to prison because well the gun charge was dropped. You plead guilty to this, we'll drop the gun charge. You don't get that extra five years, yada yada yada. So when it all gets over with on a piece of paper, well he's not a he's a nonviolent drug offender. And I'm like, your butt when I arrested him, he had an oozy. So how did he become nonviolent? These folks sit here and they come up with this stuff. Now the difference between this idiot And the gentleman down in Mississippi. Okay. He's putting his own money up. Just west of Alabama. Just west of it. He's putting his own money up, and he's trying to come up with something to help the public. This jackass is just simply doing this in order to look at me. I'm a flaming liberal. I want to be president. Everybody come watch me do what I'm doing because this is great, dandy. and wonderful. He couldn't find ten people in his administ- outside of his administration that are going to tell him this is a good idea. Go ask the people who live in these communities that are getting their arm robbery. Ask the guy who had the gun stuck in his face and his store held up. We're going to let little Billy out. When he stops back by tomorrow, remember, he is on his way to redemption.
0: And what Mr. Uh, Mayor of uh, New York City, what's his name, Delasio or whatever Whatever yeah. he calls Bellasio himself. Blasio. Whatever. Who Bellasio. cares? Blasio. Yeah, bullshit be more like it. Uh, what he doesn't understand is this is why we have President Trump right now, because real Americans with real jobs are sick and tired of this manby-pamby liberal crap. They're just absolutely headed up to here. But going back to what we were talking about earlier, these nonviolent offenders, something always got me. They throw burglary in there. Anybody that's ever came home and found their house ransacked, their drawers gone through – their bed upset and checked under the mattresses, you feel extremely violated. You know, yeah, it maybe isn't as traumatic as having a gun stuck in your face, but it is very traumatic and you just don't, you're not going to sleep well after that. You just don't feel safe in your home and you feel very, very personally violated when you have a stranger come into your house and ransack it and steal some of your stuff. Yeah, maybe they didn't do anything violent, But the negative effects that it has on people, I don't think that these guys even realize that. So, yeah, you need to keep them locked up. And the thing about burglars is these guys can hit dozens and dozens of places sometimes before they get caught. The last thing you want to do is when you do good police work and you finally catch one of these guys, oh, golly, we're going to give little Johnny another chance and, and turn him loose. And it's no different than what we've seen with juveniles in this city. They'll steal a car. You catch a, a 15-year-old driving a stolen car, you take him home to mommy and daddy, usually just mommy, and turn him over or to mom or, or auntie or... or whoever you can find, and within two or three hours, he's stolen another car. I mean, that's fairly common. It, it's pointless. It doesn't work. We've already tried it around the country, and once again, this is I've said it before on this show, most of these politicians do not care about their community overall. All they want to do is exploit this stuff, And try to empower themselves.
1: Again, if it was going to happen in Mr. Blasio's neighborhood, this is not even a subject matter he'd bring up. It's not going to affect him directly. It's not going to affect the people at the cocktail parties he goes to directly. It's not going to affect the people who are giving him money so he can run for president. They're all going to sit there because the ultra-rich in this country are completely out of touch. They don't understand what really goes on. If you were to have these folks come down into the neighborhoods where these things are happening, they would look at you like you took them to Mars. They would sit there and tell you that's not how the real world is. And you're like, no, no. Where you live is a real world, but only for you folks that can afford that. The ultra-rich is completely bonkers when it comes to any liberal idea comes up. It seems like at this moment in our country, the more liberal you can come up with, the better they like it. And I'm like, it just doesn't make sense. It's never worked anywhere. I mean, the reason New York City was the cesspool it was was they tried this. And now we're going to sit here and say, we're going to do it again because, well, I'm running for election. I want to be the president of the United States. And when it doesn't work, it's not going to hurt him. Like the mayor
0: in Minneapolis, uh, one of the shows, he wants to uh, have a lot more multifamily unit housing. We've spent decades tearing down the projects. Those are multifamily unit housing. It doesn't work to stuff everybody into one place like that. But he wants to try it again.
1: Well, and then the other word De Blasio uses—that one of my favorite words out of a politician's mouth—is fair. It's not fair, and this isn't fair, and we have to be fair. And I'm like, I've lived now for 64 years, and I don't recall the word fair in my life ever coming up. There is what it is, and then you got to do with what you got to do with it. But it's not fair. I mean, I, I don't even like the word when people say, "Well, you have to be fair." Describe that. What is that?
0: What What's fair is when uh, the guy or the, the lady or actually probably both parents, if you're living in New York trying to make it ends meet and raise a family, when they go off and they put in a 10- or 12-hour day, what's fair is for them to come home and have all their stuff intact and have a safe neighborhood so their kids can go out and ride their bicycle and have somewhat of a normal life. It's not fair when they come home and half their stuff's missing and they can't have their kid go outside at night and ride his bicycle because it's too dangerous and you got a bunch of these jack wads out running around that the mayor's turned loose. That's that's what's not fair.
1: And I guess in hindsight, they can't be using uh, a handgun to rob in New York City because they're illegal. So
0: Oh, well, that changes everything. If they're illegal, then obviously no one evidently <laughs> they, has they, they one. Wouldn't do yeah, that, they, yeah, they wouldn't have one at all. So anyhow, so that's the stupid mayor of New York City uh, story. Now we're going to go back into the Midwest with Chicago. Uh, they got a new mayor in Chicago, a Miss Lightfoot. And one of the first things she did is, for all intents and purposes, fire her Chicago PD security detail and hire a bunch of other law enforcement agencies to, uh, I guess, uh, be her security detail. I guess, I don't know if she doesn't trust the Chicago PD. I'm not sure what the deal is there.
1: She's on a board, was on on a board that did a lot of... uh oversight on the Chicago Police Department when it came to investigations on internal matters and stuff like that. Her opinion of the Chicago Police Department is... Very low. Yeah, it's in the garbage can.
0: Didn't she write a book about it or something?
1: She's written a number of reports and things like that on it. Almost all of them are very controversial. and, And I'm not about to say Chicago doesn't have some problems, but any large police department does. Any large, any organization has problems. But I don't think the way you fix the problems is by saying, well, I'm just going to hire these other people. I, this is my own personal opinion. Shame on these other people that are in law enforcement that are taking and stepping up and saying, well, we'll do the job when, uh, you know, when, where we work. Things that happen within our confines, our city, were taken care of by us. Things that happen in the county were taken care of by them. And we didn't cross those lines. And if somebody wanted, security or something done on the extra the other department would take care of it if it was in the city we'd take care of it we didn't cross those lines and to me that's just in bad taste this former u.s marshal should have politely told her your people within your police department can take care of you just fine but somebody dangled money i'm sure and he took care of himself
0: and she's all about uh, diversity and and it you know it goes into one article we have here and this is a problem throughout the country they they're just not getting any applicants want to be a chicago police officer and if you see all the crap those poor guys have had to go through up there in the last few years it's no wonder i mean who would want to be a chicago police officer in this day and age it used to be a very and it still is a very noble job but the nonsense that you get put through with your politicians and stuff and once again I've, i've hit on this a few times we're back to the city of chicago and back to good old illinois politics and you read here that uh, she's married to this lady, who is the daughter of a former Cook County assessor and an Illinois state representative, whose father was tied to the Daily Empire in the 19th ward, and uh, she's a current lobbyist. And you know, we're right back now. This uh, Miss Lightfoot now she's she's the mayor. We're right back into the the seedy underworld of Chicago politics, the seedy underworld of Illinois politics, and nothing surprises me when we when we start. Uh, dipping into that area
1: and then when they go into we're going to start targeting uh, we want to hire females we want to hire more minorities we want to do these things and they even go into you know you call the person who's going to come take the test that morning so that they get up yeah make sure that they show the up on time and still they have a 50 percent not show up the day of the test yeah
0: but why would you want to do that when the mayor don't even trust the a- police department to provide her security
1: well and she's trying to change the department by hiring these people that you have to call up and say hey come take the test
0: so that means you call
1: them up on the day they have to report for work right you have to call them up and tell them to come to work and if of course i don't feel like coming to work that day then that's okay i mean the silliness that's going on with how we're going to change things because the way things have been done have just so bad and i'm like these are all first world problems because you go to other countries and people in this country really should try to leave here once in a while and go see how other folks live. You come back with quite an appreciation for being a United, living in the United States of America and being American because the things we take for granted, they look at us like, oh, my God, you must be rich. And yep. you're like,
0: no, I'm not. And correct me if I'm wrong, but just as a citizen, if I need the police, somebody's breaking into my house, I get robbed, whatever the case may be, I don't care who shows up as long as they do a good job. I don't care if you're black. I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're gay. I, I could care less as long as you do a good job. But when we're more concerned about diversity than what we are qualifications, the entire organization just goes downhill a few notches. And if you have somebody that shows up and, well, I'm sorry, you know, they didn't catch the bad guy and your rob- your house has been burglarized and you're victimized and all this and we don't have a case. But you know what? We sent you a, a, a female gay Muslim transvestite, so you ought to be really happy with our service. I mean, who gives a rat's ass who you send me as long as they're the most qualified?
1: The exact same things that you cannot do to not hire a person, they want to implement. To hire to
0: people. To hire people. Exactly.
1: So now we are going to use, you know, and and you have to identify yourself when you're doing these things. Hi, I'm gay. I want to be a police officer. Hi, I'm uh, transgender, trans. You are, Jeff. I've, we
0: have really, we have been concerned about that with you for years. And out out finally, of the here on the air, hey, folks, you said that. That was coming from Jeff. he came come right out of his mouth. I think I can quote him verbatim. Hi, I'm gay.
1: When you're done. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. But. So we're going to have these people, and they got to get into a certain category, a box, so we can sit here and say, well, we hired this many of this and that and the other. And I'm like, never do we talk about the other qualifications of, yeah, they can read and they can write, and they're articulate when they go into court, and they can sit here and actually observe something and then put it down on a piece of paper, and it's the truth, not some fiction that they just came up. I mean, we have just starting to lose our weight in this country to the point where I'm like, I don't know where the end is. There will be one. And, I mean, you're starting to see a little bit of it where people are starting to say stuff like, uh, oh, what the heck was the term they were talking about? Something to do with male being uh, – well, I can't remember it, so i It's on. the
0: Alzheimer's. it only get worse as yeah. you get older. Yeah, That's... Once you pass 80, it it's really goes fast.
1: So
0: <laughs> But, you know, and that's, and I'm going to go back to this. People people say I'm racist or whatever, I'm a realist. This lady is obviously racist. gay. She's a, a black gay woman. And if she was a good mayor, I, who cares? Oh, I don't I, care. That's I could care less. The other guy is a, a white male uh, heterosexual and or they're a, both blooming idiots.
1: Yeah. And, and how do we know that she is a black gay woman? Well, she makes sure to tell you, I am a black gay woman. I am the first black gay woman who's the mayor of Chicago. Yeah, and I'm well, like,
0: good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. Now let's move on and let's see what you're going to do yeah. for can the people you, of Chicago. Can you do the job is yeah. all
1: I really care I, I could care
0: less. What you do behind closed doors is, is between you and the person you're there with no, and God. That's supposed to be It's none of important. my business.
1: It's supposed to be important. But I don't get it. No. Anyway.
0: All right. Well, there's our uh, stupid mayor edition. And uh, so I guess if we want to look at this the right way, if you are in uh, Clarksdale, Mississippi, and you're a criminal, uh, get your 10000 move to New York City, continue to be a criminal if you're 19 or younger, and they won't lock you up. And uh, if you're on Chicago B- PD, uh, God help you. So...
1: And if you're Jesse Smollett, we'll let you go.
0: Yeah, we'll let you go there, too. Actually, there's just some new stuff come out in the news about him. Uh, We're going to have to do some more research on that and maybe uh, bring that up on another show again. I know we've talked about that a couple times already. But that's that's another interesting case. And once again, we go back to that seedy underworld of Chicago and Illinois politics that always seems to screw up about anything it gets involved in.
1: But we did have a governor leave office, and he's not in prison.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yet. Yet. yet, yet, yet. So, give it time. Give it time. So that's going to do it for this uh, episode of Cop Talk America. <laughs> you all right, Jeff? I mean, you did just admit on the air that you were gay. <laughs> I heard it. Jarvis heard it. The producer heard it. I, I don't think I misheard uh, mis- heard you.
3: I heard nothing.
0: Yeah. But so, uh, but we're done with this episode. That was our yes. stupid mayor episode. And uh, remember, go ahead and catch us on Facebook, Twitter. YouTube, Uh, we're out there on the Internet. We're all over the place. Uh, Look us up, and we're going to bring you some new shows as soon as we get them made. So remember, this is Cop Talk America, where we only care about the truth, not your feelings.